Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a minute since we've done the podcast, so I apologize about that. But we are back and better than ever and excited to do another podcast with you guys. In fact, we've got a couple of them lined up over the, the next couple of weeks. And so wanted to jump on and do a quick podcast uh, because it has been so long since uh, we've been on here. And just kind of want to give everybody an update on what's going on um, you know, with some of our articles that we've put up lately. Kind of talk through a few things, let everybody know what's going on with eHunter as well. Just uh, want to kind of give you guys an update and, and keep you posted and, and above all apologize for uh, some of the podcasts or lack thereof over the last little bit. Um, I had a few people reach out to me and, and say, you know, hey, where, where's the podcast this month or this week? Looking looking forward to hearing from you. Want to know what's going on, uh, you know, what's happened with Colorado and your guys' hunts out there and, um, you know, does Seth go back to uh, South or yeah, South Dakota again or, you know, what's going on? And so... Anyways, I uh, thought I'd just hop on real quick and, and record a short podcast. also want to kind of talk about, uh, like I said, some of the articles that we've, we've put out lately um, and, and just talk about some of the major issues and concerns that are going on in the, in the hunting world. As you guys well know, eHunter is well known for its, uh, you know, it's, it's news and hunting, you know, it's hunting news and trying to keep everybody posted on what's really going on out there. And so I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that as well but uh but before we get into that let me just start by uh let's talk about e-hunter for a minute and and what's been going on and kind of why we've been on a, a bit of a hiatus i know we've kind of had some of these spells where we've we've gone a few weeks and months without putting up a podcast um but it's not because of uh that we don't want to you know we, we definitely want to be getting these, these things up more for you guys and keeping you informed i think that's the biggest thing for me is i want to make sure that you guys are being informed and know what's going on in the in the hunting world and just kind of keep you posted on just yeah everything that's going on and you know we don't talk enough about the things that are happening and if we're not up to up to speed on things if we're not um you know aware of what's going on then things will get missed and and if things are missed then you know poor decisions will be made and so yeah so i think we need to keep you guys updated on those things and and like i said we've got a few podcasts coming up that i'm really excited about um some of the things are fun podcasts some of them are to keep you guys you know posted on uh, some of the news that's out there so be on the lookout for for some of those those podcasts so i am excited about some of the stuff we've got going on that's coming up on the on the website right now so if you haven't been on, on ehunter.com for the last little bit make sure that you hop on the website and check that out got some pretty cool articles that are up also um you know doing some articles on on product reviews that are associated with the the youtube videos that we're putting out there that's another thing guys if you're not subscribed to our youtube channel make sure and check that out i had a guy reach out to me actually I had a couple of people reach out to me talking about our, our review videos or product review videos and asked, you know, why we don't do more. And I kind of thought to myself, well, it's a great question. Why don't we do more? And so I'm going to try and put out at least one product review article and video a week. Um, but I'll talk a little bit more why that might be a little bit of a challenge for the next few weeks anyways. But I'm going to try and get more of those, uh, those product reviews out to you guys. Recently did a cool review, a video review on uh, digiscoping. So MagView versus PhoneScope. So you guys know I've always used PhoneScope. It's kind of what I've used. It's my tried and true, like I say in the video, like 14 freaking times. <laughs> but it is. It's something I've used really forever. And, you know, 
it was kind of the only thing out there for a long time. And then nowadays there's these different things that are popping up. You know, like I said, MagView's popped up. The All In has popped up. And I actually reached out to those guys to see if they'd be willing to send us one of theirs to do a review and, and do kind of a three-way comparison between the PhoneScope, the MagView, and the All In. And um, just so you guys can get a good idea of, of the three different platforms and, and what's best for you. And honestly, it really is. I mean, really dependent. For me, PhoneScope has always worked and it's nice, it's easy. I like it that I can just throw it on there. It's solid. You know, I mean, it's not magnetized, which I know is kind of the new wave. Um, but, you know, for some people that change phones a lot, well, the MagView makes sense because then you're not getting a bunch of different phone cases. You just have to buy a new little plate that goes on the back of it. And they have the new ones now that are, you know, for wireless charging. So all you have to do is just have a few of those around and you can put it on different cases and it it is very easy. That, that is the nice thing. You don't have to have a, an optic-specific adapter. You don't have to have a, a specific phone case. So um, in the long run, if you if you change phones a lot, which I don't, I mean, in fact, it's sad. I, I was thinking about my phones the other day and I, I really don't change phones very often. One, they're freaking expensive. And, and two, it's just, I don't know, I just don't want to take the time to go get a different phone. So, you know, there's pros and cons to each one of them, and I'm excited to maybe try out the, the all-in and see how it compares to the other ones. A uh, buddy of mine has one. In fact, we were at, a, at dinner last night, and we're talking about him, and he had it on his phone case, and he says he loves it. So we'll, uh, we'll try to get our hands on one of those and do uh, a pretty cool review on those. But we'll have a lot of reviews coming up, like I said, at least one a week of, of product reviews for you guys. Um, possibly more. We'll see if I can get more up. Um, I will. And so going back to the issue that with the videos that it might be a little bit. So you guys have known I, my studio, I've called it. Uh, I've had that for a while as we lived in enterprise. Uh, we've, we've moved now to our, uh, and building our new home. It's not quite done. So the new studio's not done yet, but we should have it completed in the next couple of weeks. Once I get it completed, then I'll be able to set up all of my video equipment and be able to produce some videos for you guys. And, and once I'm able to do that, then definitely the product reviews will really start to uh, come out. Plus, during the winter is a great time for me to be putting those out because I've used all the hunting gear or whatever kind of gear throughout the season. And, and then I can uh, you know give you guys a, a real true review on some of this stuff. Um, really stoked on a lot of stuff right now, guys. The QU stuff, um, shout out to them really good stuff really really good stuff and and i'm excited to do some reviews on their stuff for you guys as well as just other products um one of the cool things i picked up and and used uh was a new gunsling and i know that sounds kind of like oh well cool terrence a gunsling but there's a little bit more to it than that and so i'll have a product review of it coming up just a few different things that i think you guys will really really enjoy and so just trying to give you guys good unbiased reviews on this on these things um and then also something else that i'm i'm really going to try and do is more gun type stuff um had a lot of questions come in a lot of requests for the guns that we're using for these different hunts that that we go on and, you know, because we've had some really cool review, gun reviews, you know, some of the Henry uh, Arms stuff, but um, I had a guy reach out and talk to me about, you know, the, the long range hunting, you know, because I've talked a little bit about that on the podcast and, and he just asked me like, what do you mean by long range hunting and what are you using? What guns? What scopes? And um, so got some of that kind of stuff that's going to be coming up soon as, as well. And so I did want to ask you guys, though, if you have products that you're like, hey, I love to, you know 
kind of get your thoughts on this or get some video on this because this is something that I'm thinking about, let me know. Um, I would love to be able to reach out and and do some research. And, and it's a lot of the products I probably already am using. And so could definitely give you guys a review on some things. So if you have something in, in mind that you're like, hey, I'd like to really see a review on this. There's not a lot of information on, on the internet or on YouTube. Let me know. And, and I will try to get a, a product review up for you guys on those items. So the studio should be done pretty soon. In the next couple of weeks, once it's done, then uh, we'll be able to put out a lot more content. And that's kind of backstory on the podcast, why it's been so hard to do the podcast is we've kind of been living in, in between two places <laughs> for the last several months. And so it's been really hard to put out podcasts and, and create videos. And so um, so that's kind of why the podcasts have fallen off the last little bit. But we will try it well, and I, I will try to get those up more. Um, and when I say I, so uh, Seth is is still part of eHunter. Um, he's kind of had to step back a little bit because of uh, his work life and family life and, and things like that. And so if you've reached out to him lately and haven't got a response from him re- related to the eHunter stuff, that's why. So if you guys have any questions, comments, uh, just just shoot them my way. Send us a DM on Instagram. You can send me an email, Taron H T E R R O N H at ehunter.com. Um, just uh, reach out to me, and, and I should be able to answer any of those questions that that you guys have. So if you guys have been reaching out to Seth and haven't gotten an answer, that that's that's why. But uh, hopefully, once he gets things settled and and whatnot, we can get him back on here and and producing uh, a lot of stuff. So that's a quick little update on eHunter. Should have a lot of really cool stuff coming out here in the near future, and it really excited about um, really the future. And you know, twenty twenty four is going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to do a twenty twenty four podcast in the next uh, few weeks, and talking about what's going to happen in twenty twenty four. Things that are are already lined up, as you guys well know, headed to New Zealand on a stag, a red stag hunt. So talking about that, but also a few other things that are, are in the pipeline. So. Look forward to that podcast. Uh, I'll try to get it out here in the next couple of weeks for you guys, let you kind of know what's uh, what's coming up and what to look forward to. So wanted to really quickly kind of recap uh, what's been going on lately with uh, hunting. So man, it's been a grind. And I don't know about you guys, but uh, had some really rough hunts. You know, I, I know we've talked on here a lot about Colorado. You know, I go to Colorado most every year with uh, a group of guys, and, and we've had a lot of really good success. But man... Anybody else have a struggle with Colorado this year? Like it was, it was tough. You know, I know that there was some good deer shot and we actually, um, and I haven't posted it on social media yet. We, we did pull a pretty good buck out of our crew, but man, it was, it was really tough. We did not see a lot of deer, um, and not a lot of elk. Normally we'll see, you know, a good handful of elk. And we had a couple of guys that had elk tags, uh, in their pockets, but we saw one elk the entire hunt, uh, third season hunt. And, um, actually it was a cow elk and we, we actually helped a guy get that, that cow elk, which was kind of fun, but, um, just low animal numbers, low volume altogether. Um, it was a weird hunt because at the start of the hunt, it was actually pretty warm. No, uh, no moisture, no snow. We did get a little bit of snow at the very, very end of the hunt, but man, it was, it was kind of, it was tough goings there for a while. I've talked to a few other people and it sounds like it was a lot the same, I did talk with one of the biologists there on our unit and um, come to find out that uh, the winter kill was even more significant than we had thought. And so we, we hunt in a unit where there is or can be a significant amount of winter kill. And honestly, had I probably known the percentage, 
when I was applying. I don't know that I would have applied for that unit, but um, when he told me that, I was like, wow, that's, yeah, that's significant. No wonder why we're not seeing animals. And he said, You're, that's kind of how it is for everybody. You'll see them in town, but you're really not going to see a ton out in the mountains. And so even <laughs> I ran into this guy. So we're, we hiked in a few miles and tried to see if we could find some some deer. And we ran into this guy that had been putting on mile after mile. In fact, I think he was already at mile like 16 or 18 at that point and still had a ways to go back to the back to camp. And, uh, you know, even getting that far back up in there, he did have a deer. Sadly, it wasn't a, a huge deer, but, I mean, I was, I was stoked for him. He got a deer, and I felt bad for him packing the whole dang thing out on his back. But, um, you know, it was it was pretty tough goings for us. And so that was rough. Utah was, was, was rough. Um, in the areas where we're normally seeing really good deer and, and good populations of deer didn't see a ton. Now, now there are areas, you know, some of the areas that really didn't get hit by winter kill down in, you know, Southern Utah, good numbers. There's, there's really good numbers down there. In fact, uh, spent some time out lately because, you know, we're right in the middle of the rut right now with, with the deer and, so the bucks are down and the does are out and and uh, have seen some decent bucks. You know, still not what we've seen in years past, but um, pretty happy with the number of bucks we're seeing and, and hopefully the, the volume will go up. And that actually brings me to my next point. It's something that I really, kind of the meat of this podcast that I really wanted to put out. So on social media recently, I, I made a post about, is anybody paying attention to what's going on in Utah right now? Because there's some pretty radical regulations that are trying to be implemented right now if you didn't get a chance to watch the rack meetings or attend the rack meetings it was pretty controversial there were a lot of topics that were brought up that were talked about discussed and and there was there were some emotions that came out especially during the public comment sections so what's going on guys is is basically in utah they're trying to figure out how to better manage deer and which i guess every state and every unit they're trying to do the same thing and so they're trying to think outside the box a little bit. And there was a proposal made, and I won't I won't put any more detail than that of who made the proposal or anything like that, but there was a proposal made uh, to the DWR, and the DWR actually made the uh, proposal to the RAC committees on a few different things. One of the things, or part of the thing, is this this uh, plan, this, this deer management plan. They're only going to do it in a few units. But uh, what it basically consists of, in, as in some of the units, they want to do a four-point or better, which, personal opinion, I'm okay with that. I'm okay if they do a four-point or better. Basically, on one side of the, the frame, not counting the eye guard, has to be a four-point or better. My only concern with that is youth hunters. I still think they should allow youth hunters to, st- to harvest basically any legal buck. So I'm still a little bit worried about that, nervous about that. That one is going to the Mule Deer Committee, which I'm glad that they're allowing that to go there. Again, if they pass that, it's, I'm not going to be heartbroken because that's the way I hunt anyways. I'm, I'm not a, you know, we, we don't kill a lot of really small bucks, but I do see those those kids out there. In fact, I ran into a, a little girl out in, well, a, a family out in Colorado, but there was this girl that was out there. That's sad that I call her a little girl. She, I think she was a senior in high school. That tells you how old I am. But, you know, she was a senior in high school, never hunted before, and, and she shot a little two-point. She was so ecstatic about it, you know, and, and this is a hard, you know, hard area, especially this year. 
glad that she was able to get that. Super stoked for her. And so I think that they need to look at that, that possibly maybe changing the rules up a little bit for the youth. But that's part of it is four point or better in some of the units. There's other units where, you know, they're, they're making, you know, claims that, you know, you, you have to uh, be more primitive in the way that you hunt. And along with that, one of the other proposals was to remove, remove scopes from um, muzzleloaders. And, and in the Southern rack, which is the one, obviously I was very, you know, in, in tune to, I wanted to watch and see what happened there. In the Southern rack, they did approve the removal or, you know, from that rack to the removal of scopes from muzzleloaders. And, you know, there was a lot of really good discussion during that section and I could understand where where people were coming from. You know, some people said that well, we want muzzle or scopes taken off of muzzleloaders because that's going to help a little bit with the point creep. Not as many people are going to be putting in for muzzleloader, but that also makes me nervous because most people that are putting in for muzzleloaders right now, if they can't hunt with scopes, well, they're going to jump into rifles, and that's going to make the rifle point creep skyrocket. So, a little concerned about that one deal with it and a lot of us will deal with it but um it, it's something to to kind of keep in the in the back of, of everybody's mind that if they do approve the removal of of scopes from muzzle loaders that that's going to be the impact and you know a lot of guys got up and talked about how well you know get into the primitive side of things well this is this is a primitive hunt and, and it should be a primitive hunt it's not a primitive hunt guys it's a muzzleloader hunt there's nothing in it that says it needs to be, that it's a primitive hunt. Now, if we want to do a primitive hunt, okay, let's let's talk about doing that. Let's add a primitive hunt into the Utah hunting seasons. Now, obviously, we're going to have to change some things, remove some things. We only have a certain number of tags that we can allocate amongst all the hunts, and so that's going to take tags from other hunts to put into that. But, you know, the the Mountain Men Association, there were several men from from that and you know they're like oh this is a primitive hunt and this needs to stay a primitive hunt and if we're putting scopes on muzzleloaders it's not a primitive hunt guys it's not it's not designated as a primitive hunt it's it's a muzzleloader hunt that that's really it and so we'll see uh you know i I think the northern utah rack they were very like pro keep the the scopes on the muzzleloaders so we'll we'll see what the dwr does with that the wildlife board does with that um but it'll be very very interesting. They talked about, you know, making other weapons more primitive as well. Um, rifles, you know, talking about going, removing scopes from rifles and making them more primitive. Archery, going to more of just traditional style archery, no compound bows. Um, so there's a lot of changes that, that could happen. And the other concern on this is, um, you know, they talked about the lifetime tag holders and how it's unfair to make any of these changes effective for them but for us that aren't lifetime tag holders in utah that's unfair for us to let you know that they can be designated as separate from everybody else and still do things the way they've always done and and we're limited i so it's just got it's gotten very sticky and so if you're not paying attention to what's going on in in utah right now as it relates to hunting specifically in these units that they're wanting to trial this stuff uh, you need to, especially if you hunt those units, because it's it's very important. I've been trying to reach out to members of the DWR to get them to jump on a podcast with me. I'll be honest, they've deflected a little bit. They don't seem like they want to talk about it. They specifically don't want to talk about the history related to this. And and that's a red flag to me. 
because I, I do want to know where did this come from and why you know is this being recommended by a biologist and and what's the what's the point in in this because if it's to improve deer herds well you're kind of going about the wrong way you know it, it, deer herds are managed by the does not the bucks and, and so you know there's just better ways to do this that would make more sense but hopefully I can get one of the the DWR guys on the podcast with me and be able to talk through some of these changes, what they what they mean, the impact they're going to have, the history behind it, and kind of where we go from here, just so that you guys that hunt these units, live in these units, you guys know what's going on. And so anyways, I just wanted to talk a little bit about that and make sure that you guys are aware of that this is even going on. Um, there's a lot of data out there. There's articles on our website. There's social media posts on our pages. You can go to the rack meetings and watch the recordings from the rack meetings to kind of understand it a little bit better. Um, but a lot going on in Utah, and if you're not paying attention to what's going on, and you're a hunter in these these well in the state specifically, but or in the state, but then specifically these units, your life's going to change if if some of this goes through. So I wanted to make sure that that was was brought up to everybody. So. Stay tuned uh, to the podcast and make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast so that once we, you know, these kind of articles and or these kind of podcasts go out, you guys are aware of them. Also, make sure you're subscribed to our social media pages. All of our articles are posted up on our social media pages, and you can go to Facebook and click the link. You can go to our Instagram stories, click the links there, and be able to, you know, see what's going on and, and stay up to date with things. But you know, there's also I also wanted to kind of talk about a few other articles that have been up up on our website and and some that will be coming. So another one that was posted recently is about the Idaho um, non-resident tags. So I shouldn't even be saying this because I'm thinking about going to Idaho next year, and we'll talk about that in the 2024 podcast. But if you're going to be hunting Idaho and you want to buy those those tags, those tags are going to go on sale December 1st at 10 a.m. There's a whole I don't know what you call process to getting those tags and and obtaining them and buying them if you want the details on that you're going to have to go to our article on the website because it details exactly how to do this and things that you need to do to prepare for december 1st because you can't just log on at 10 a.m december 1st and think you're going to get a tag they're going to go very very quick people get on there and those tags are gone and so you need to do some research before you get to that point and i on the on that article i'm the one that did that article um there's a link to click on. You can go and see exactly what tags are available and how many tags are available in those areas and then how to get all set up for it, how to create your account if you don't have one and all that kind of stuff. So just want to make sure you guys are aware of that. There's so many you know opportunities out there for hunting and a lot of people are like, well, how do I do this and, and how do I go hunt here? And man, I only get one tag a year. I want to get more. Well, here's your opportunity. You know, this is a great one for Idaho. If you missed the arizona over-the-counter tags archery tags um which i did uh, i did put myself on the waiting list but uh last year it was in december that the tags went on sale but this year it was november 2nd that they went on sale so by the time that me and chad realized that the tags were on sale they were already gone so we put our names on the wait list we'll see what happens but um i actually might have other plans for arizona anyways but again, we'll leave that for the podcast talking about 2024 because we're not far from that. Um, another thing with the, the articles on the websites, and I'm sorry, guys, if I'm a little bit sporadic here today, but um, I'm going to have a, a lot of uh, guest articles coming up, which I'm super excited about having some guest articles. 
uh, got some guys that are, are willing to do some writing in their specialties, their niche. Um, for example, uh, I got a taxidermy one talking about Euro mounts and, and a few other ones that uh, I think that you guys will really, really enjoy, especially you guys, you DIY guys. You know, if, if you're into DIY and you're into kind of some of this stuff, I, I think that you'll enjoy it. Also, fitness, health, um, we're going to do a lot more. Uh, I've got a lot more of that stuff with some guest articles coming up here pretty soon. So make sure that you, you're checking out eHunter regularly. And, and again, guys, I think the best thing that you can do is make sure that you're subscribed to our social media pages. If you're not, go on right now. Click this up, you know, the, the follow buttons for uh, for both Instagram and Facebook. And that way you can go, you know, always be um, made aware of the things that are going on in, in the world of hunting and outdoors and just staying in tune with, with uh, the world around you. This is what we love, right, guys? I mean, this we love being out and out outdoors hunting, um, but there's a lot of stuff that can impact that. And so we're trying to be that, that resource for you guys, that ultimate resource, so that if you guys have questions about gear, products news reviews uh just entertainment and fun we're here for you guys so again i'm going to wrap this up that's all i've got for my notes but i wanted to make sure that i hopped on and did and recorded this podcast got it out to you guys before we got some of these other podcasts published uh apologize for the the lack of podcasts over the last little bit as we've been trying to move studio to studio but again the new studio is almost done and um, hopefully we can have it set up where people can uh, come to the studio. We'll do some video podcasts where people, you know, can be there present talking about whether whether it's gear, whether it's how to DIY stuff like that. And actually have a video in the studio where you guys can go to YouTube and, and watch that and kind of learn as we go. So excited for what's coming up, guys! Appreciate you guys' patience with us. Appreciate you being a supporter of E Hunter. Again, make sure that you like, subscribe to all of our social media platforms, to the podcast. And that's huge, guys. If you guys wouldn't mind sharing this podcast with with other people, you know, we really need to grow our audience. And and the only way that we can do that is by you guys. So we live and die by word of mouth. And and you guys are the the mouths that help us out. So please share this with anybody that you think would enjoy it. Um, And then also please leave us comments. Let us know what you guys would like to see more from. If you like what we're doing, let us know. If you don't like what we're doing, let us know. Let us know how we can improve and, and, and be better. So anyways, guys, really appreciate you guys, you guys supporting us. Good luck out there. If you got hunts left this year, good luck to you. Tag us in your posts on social media. would love to see what you guys are, are knocking down out there and would love to celebrate along the, alongside you guys. So anyways, good luck. Look forward to what's coming up in the near future. Make sure you're liked, subscribed, and uh, we'll talk to you all soon. Thanks, guys.